Welcome to another episode of Strategize to Succeed. Selectively applying the strategies which we discuss each week will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. So often, particularly in a social setting, we are quick to develop what we think at the time is a friendship. And then, whether it's weeks, months, or years, for one reason or another, we are let down and become disillusioned by this so-called friend. After a suitable period of time, we then begin the process of cultivating a new and perhaps better friend. Today, I would like to propose that we each have within us the makings of a lifelong friend. This one is different though. It's not a human being, and it's not an imaginary creature either. Yet, this friend has the potential to be elevated in status to your best friend. The friend about whom I'm so respectful is the word no. It sounds a bit crazy, I know, but think about it. That word is available to make an appearance in any situation. It's always loyal to you, and it looks out for your best interest. Aren't these the marks of a good friend? And as a special bonus, you have complete control over its use without even being called domineering. The level of friendship and activity is completely up to you. So how can a simple two-letter word achieve the status of friend or even best friend? Consider its attributes. The word no is short, easy to spell and pronounce, and always available for you to use. Of course, the big downside to the word no is that it cannot exercise any judgment on its own. It's always available, but it is totally dependent on you to determine when to use it, how to use it, and why to use it. Let's start with why you should use no in your daily activities. To be given the choice and freedom to say no is a privilege which is completely within your discretion to use. Regardless of professional or personal activity, utilizing the word no gives you the control to determine your priorities, plan your schedule, and determine those activities which give you greater pleasure. From an individual standpoint, the ability to integrate the use of no in your life represents your power and your strength. Unfortunately, some people find that capacity to be both overwhelming and intimidating, but it doesn't have to be. Greater confidence in using the word no comes once you recognize when to use it and learn how to communicate it. Knowing when to say no is an extremely personal decision. The timing has to be right, the conditions need to be favorable, the implications of saying it need to be considered, 
and the effects of saying it anticipated. Saying no is a very personal decision. It reflects on your ability to set limitations on your scheduling, and others may perceive it as an indication of the level of esteem in which you regard them. But keep in mind that your saying no does not reflect on the other party. And if you let it, you will undoubtedly open the door to feeling guilt and perhaps engaging in a more far-ranging conversation than you would prefer. You do not need a reason to say no. You can write a list of all the pros and cons, or you can be arbitrary. You can activate your prerogative to say no anytime you choose, without the constraint of answering to anyone else or having the need to justify your position. I know that the ability to say no may be easier said than done. Sometimes that monosyllabic word will roll right off of your tongue. Other times, you may find that you grit your teeth and clench your fists before you're able to release a small no from the caverns of your throat. So I would like to make a few suggestions to ease the challenge of how to say no. First, recognize that the request being made of you is really an offer or opportunity for you. It is the time for you to be opportunistic. As a slight deviation in path, think back to our second podcast episode, What Are Your Favorite Words? One word included was opportunistic. I defined that word as keeping one's eyes open to outside circumstances and situations, and to consider how there may be an intersection of interests or benefits. It is at that very intersection of interests or benefits that you are deciding whether or not the opportunity is right for you. So why not refer to it as it is? If you choose to decline, say no, but thank you for the opportunity. The result is that the refusal sounds more arm's length and less personal or emotionally invested. And that no format applies to every request that you're faced with, whether business, family, or social. And an added benefit for you when you frame a no in this manner is that you instinctively start to develop your skills to be opportunistic. In reality, every request you receive is an opportunity for you to participate. You simply filter these requests, resulting with some going into the yes column and some going into the no column. However, you have another option. If saying no requires you to evaluate the implications of your decision, buy yourself some time. Short of emergency surgery, there are very few situations which require your immediate decision. So pause. Ask to get back to the other party at a time which is convenient for you. 
That way, you are still maintaining control over both the direction and timing of the situation. Another approach which can be helpful is called the sandwich. The two slices of bread represent a kind or thoughtful comment, while the filling is replaced by a no or any other disappointing news. The end result could take the form of, thank you for asking me, I'm sorry, I can't do it, whatever's requested, but it was very kind of you to think of me. The result is you say no, but in a gentle, complimentary manner with no hard feelings. One final word about saying no. When you do decide to say it, don't waffle. Say it with conviction. You can be uncertain on the inside, but don't share that uncertainty with the other party, or they will likely steamroller you which frankly defeats the purpose of your learning how to say no in the first place. If you regard your saying no as nothing more than a business opportunity and decision, you will find that you are removing the fear, anxiety, and crippling emotion from the process. Then you become able to reach decisions more strategically and they result in more effective outcomes. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember, your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?